Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes. I'll be joined by Trey Blossman. We're going to talk some college football, SEC football, LSU, money, money, patience, Mac and Mountain West will not play college football from the group of five. That's been announced. Will the Big Ten, the ACC, the Big 12, will that all happen to Pac-12, FCC? We're going to have all of that and kick a lot of things around for you. Got some really good stuff. Will there be a players union? What about the impact of the NFL draft and players increasing their value? All of that and more when I'm joined by Trey Blossman here for Sports Takes, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. Don't forget to connect with me on social media. I appreciate all the feedback. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Talking Sports with TK also has Facebook and Instagram. We're going to hear a quick message from Anchor. Learn how you can do your own podcast, have some fun, make some money, and we'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman, Sports Takes College Football. Stay tuned. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan, as mentioned, this episode, Sports Takes, and we're about to be joined by Mr. Trey Blossman. going to talk college football, including those LSU Tigers, who are the reigning national champions. we got plenty of good stuff for you today. So much flying around. There's a lot of rumors out there. There's some factual stuff out there. Trey Blossom and I are going to kick it around for you today. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends. And as things continue to go forward, we're going to roll more and more podcasts out for you, available on all your major platforms. Just search for Talking Sports with TK. And again, this is Sports Takes. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you doing today? Doing fine, Tommy. Doing fine. What a wild weekend in the world of college football. Certainly we had the PGA championship and we had other things going on, but college football last week, we saw some schedules being released by some of the big 10 and the uh, conferences. And then you had the SEC naming two more opponents for their 14 schools. Then all of a sudden this weekend, this unbelievable blitz on social media and on the internet that there'd be no college football this year. Trey, it's Monday, August 10th, late in the evening, as you and I are recording this episode of Sports Takes. What a wild and wacky weekend. I, I got I about got burned out on Twitter trying to keep up. Well, Tommy, you know, I, I don't even follow Twitter, and I got tired of all of it. There were so many reports circulating Saturday that the college football was on its deathbed, deathbed and it would die today. If you believed what you read on Saturday, today we would have – had the end of the college football season. Uh, a lot of people said the Big Ten had already decided that they weren't going to play, and that was going to be announced. Well, the Big Ten comes out and says they haven't even had a vote. So there's some really bad journalism going on out there, Tommy, some fake news, if you will. Fake news, not just in politics and world events, fake news in the world of sports. Too many people trying to create a story that isn't there and uh, what's the purpose for that, Tommy? Somebody hoping to get out in front and be the guy that broke the story? Well, instead, you're the jackass who spread fake news. I agree with you, Trey Blossman. You've hit the nail on the head. Well, there are so many outlets and places out there where you can get info. And, and I got a couple of dozen national writers that I follow, along with all the local 
guys. I'm big on the local guys as well. And I keep up with it uh, extensively, especially through this weekend. And you're right. This is a bunch of jackasses who are hanging themselves because they're going on information instead of facts or clickbait. You know, they got to get enough people to read their thing or retweet or post or whatever so they can get paid. A lot of people, a lot of these journalists, I'll use that term loosely, uh, like you said, uh, or, or or blowing their credibility right out the window. You know, there's an old saying, go by what people do, not what they say. Well, all these guys are going too much on what they think's being said. You know, that old thing about want to be the first one with the story. I'd rather be correct with the story. Trey Blossom, you've known me for a long time, radio and TV, and you were the same way when you were on the air. I, I many a time had a story, but I wasn't 100% sure. So I didn't want to put bad info out. I would wait, and sometimes it ended up being correct. I, I, I didn't care about being first. I cared about being correct to the people who were listening or watching me on TV uh, or if I throw something out on social media. I'd rather wait and be correct. Now, the facts, the Mid-American Conference, Mac Football, which you're a big fan of, you know that conference as well as anybody, is not going to play football this fall. Just this afternoon, Monday, August 10th, the Mountain West has voted not to play football this fall. These group of five conferences, you still got the American Conference, the Sun Belt, you still got some of those. This becomes a money thing. It's always about the money. This becomes a money thing. Can they afford the testing? Can they afford, you know, no revenue from fans in the stands? So I, I suspect that those two schools have made a financial decision when they know they're already heading into dire straits with the fact that they don't have those money games against the Power Five conference schools or whatever. So I, I, it's always about the money. We know that. But listen, the Southeastern Conference, they're the best conference in football and many other sports. They're the leaders here, and they're still being the leaders here. They delayed the season until September 26th, pushing it back three weeks from their original intention of playing on September 5th so they could get more information, gather as much correct factual information, and then make a decision. Hey, maybe on September 20th they'll have to cancel SEC football. I don't know that. But I applaud them for waiting. You know, these other conferences, I get the group of five. That's 100% financial decision. But the Big Ten and the Pac-12, you don't need to decide now. Delay to start. That's what the Big Ten is try trying to do now. Everybody thinks they're going to meet to cancel. No, they're going to meet and copycat the SEC and delay to start until more information and facts can be gathered to make an informed decision. Here's the ultimate cl ass clown journalist. And I wish I could remember his name. But the other day, Trey, I read some NBA writer said he thought to th that next season, the 2021-2022 season would be in the bubble. He doesn't know what the hell is going to happen in 15 minutes, much less next season. I, I wish I remember his name because I'd blast his ass right now. But anyway, we're going to have to seek out his name, Tommy. That's I got to say, I mean, That's I'd be crazy. like, say, hey, in 2026, I don't know, you know, I don't know if the sun's going to come up on April the 3rd. I don't know. I mean, it's so stupid. Quit trying to get out there. Wait. Be patient. Greg Sankey, commissioner of the SEC, said, be patient. This is what you got. You know, we live in this immediate world because of the Internet and our smartphones. Everybody wants something right away. You text somebody right away. You don't get an answer. You freak out. I'm guilty of it. OK, I got I've gotten a little bit better. Sit back and wait. I think we're going to see college football this year because the other fact is nobody knows if it'll be a problem 
if LSU and Ole Miss go play in Tiger Stadium on September 26th, or whoever they're going to play, SEC has not sent out a schedule yet, with no fans and then no tailgating, nobody knows there's going to be a problem unless they go do it. I'm just tired of all the stuff flying around on rumors and information instead of facts and being patient and make a decision when you have to make a decision. Well, you know, Tommy, obviously it's a big decision and you want to put it off making it until you absolutely have to make it. The SEC bought three weeks time. That was smart. They shortened the schedule to compensate for that. That was smart. They're staying alive and in the game. That's smart. I love the Mac. I'm going to miss them on Wednesday nights and Tuesday nights. The Mountain West Conference, I, I might miss a 9.30 p.m. game one night when there's not one because the Mountain West didn't play it. But we're really not going to miss either one of those conferences. Uh, I wouldn't really miss the Pac-12 because at this point they're an also-ran. I think the ACC has been sticking on the hip of the SEC, and I think if the SEC plays, the ACC wants to play because the ACC has a legitimate national title contender in Clemson. The SEC has three or four potential national championship contenders. The Big 12 might have one or two. So they're going to want to play as well. The, the conferences that have teams that could win the national championship will want to play. They also won't want to sacrifice the huge TV dollars that they're getting. And I see some players now rallying to the cause led by Trevor Lawrence coming out and saying, we want to play. And we'll get to more of that in just a second, because I know there's something we both want to touch on. But I have to mention this, Tommy. All of these decisions to cancel all of this football by the teams and conferences, we forgot to mention the Ivy, which is previously canceled, the Ivy League, where they don't even have scholarship athletes. All of this has been done, Tommy, because one half of one-tenth of one percent of the people in America have died. One half of one-tenth of one percent. That's yeah, the cold, uh, hard facts. That is the death rate as of today. Everybody, including you and I, we're going to die sometime. You know, I, you know, I don't want to be morbid, but th you're right, Trey. I mean, we're, this is a major overreaction, okay? And you know, another way, in another sense, the NCAA. Look, we learned about this virus in March. Nobody knew anything about it for six, seven weeks, and they barely know a little bit more now. NCAA didn't have a plan, and there's no leadership from the NCAA. I've, I've said it for 20 years. There needs to be just a college football department under the guise of the NCAA and let somebody be the commissioner and run college football because you got all these conferences. I'm sure they've talked and they've swapped emails or whatever, but, you know, it just looks so scattered and fractured. And you, you, you start laughing at some of this stuff, you know, but uh, I think you're right. The SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, they're going to play. And here's the other thing. Go ahead and play. If you have to stop in October because it becomes a problem, then you stop. OK, so, I mean, if the NBA would have had a problem, they would have stopped. Baseball's had some hiccups, but they're still pushing forward. NFL is going to push the envelope and go forward as long as they can. I go back to Greg Sankey and the SEC. Their plan is to play. LSU Athletic Director Scott Woodard. The plan is to play. Ed Orsron. The plan is to play until they find out that they can't. 
that's the way you should be going about it, not with all these other people. And I realize the university presidents and or chancellors, some schools have different hierarchy there. I realize they have a role in this, too. But what they have to remember is athletics is the front porch of their university. If you look at their university as a big old mansion, the first thing everybody sees is athletics. Like it or not, that's a fact. So I think that they have to lean on their athletic directors who are making a lot of money, their board of supervisors, their board of regents, trustees, whatever their structure is, and let them tell them, hey, let's try this football. Let's see what we can do. If they pull it off, the rest of them people are going to be holding a bag of whatever in their hand. Well, absolutely. And let's hope that they do pull it off. Uh, it is a multitude of reasons to pull it off. But, Tommy, one reason is for the student athletes. Okay. Miles Brennan, we've talked on end about how he has waited his turn. He's waited for his chance to shine. He's waited for his chance to make some money by putting himself in a position to be a high draft pick, just like Joe Burrow did last season. Uh, Tommy, as you pointed out to me in a conversation off air earlier, he would have been a fourth or fifth or sixth round pick had he not played last year. Had there been no football last year, he's not the first pick in the draft. He doesn't make $26 million, uh, two-thirds of that on a signing bonus. Uh, there's a whole other bunch of players that improved their draft position by playing football in 2019 and it's not fair to the guys that would have been playing this year to not play and not enhance their draft position and i don't think the nfl wants to go draft 330 players that have not played football in over a year okay i mean right right i mean let's look at both ends of the coin there but you make the great point with joe burrow he's he's Fourth, fifth, sixth round pick. Patrick Queen shot up because of his performance for LSU. And I'm sure a lot of players at a lot of schools could cite the fact that their performance last year during the course of the season, whether they were at Clemson or Ohio State, Oklahoma, whatever, they improved their stock, which made them more money in the draft uh, in the NFL. So, I mean, I just think you, you got to go play. There was an Alabama player who came out today said he'd sign a piece of paper and said he, he would never sue Alabama or the SEC if he got COVID-19. You know well, what I mean? So look, you got a lot of stuff flying around, and that's foolish, okay, because he's got they got insurance for this if somebody gets sick. That's the other thing. You send these kids home, and they're, they're better off staying at school with medical staffs and trainers, some structure in their life, even if they're sitting in their apartment doing a class online, they've still got some structure and some football or whatever sport they're playing. Send them home, and many of these kids, it's not going to be a pretty story. Well, uh, you're right. They'll get better health care if they're at school. Look, we know LSU, and you talk about there were players all over the country that played themselves into stronger draft positions, and there's no doubt about it. And we mentioned Joe Burrow. You mentioned Patrick Queen. What about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Justin Jefferson? Those guys wouldn't have been picked where they were picked, so they made a whole bunch of money by playing the season. And I think the point has to also be made, Tommy, that these young student athletes, these young guys that are in their late teens and early 20s, they're not going to die. Even if they catch this virus, they're not going to die, okay? So let's let them play football. Whether there are people in the stands or not, I don't know. Is it worth putting people in the stands if you can only put 30,000 people in a 100,000-seat stadium? It might be better to not have any fans. But you know what? 
the NBA is playing in front of no fans, and it's kind of fun. You know, I don't like the cardboard cutouts of the Major League Baseball, but the video fans in the NBA bubble are kind of funny. They're actually watching the game, cheering for their team, and they're broadcasting them into empty seats that aren't there in an arena that doesn't have stands. It's the NBA is doing some good stuff, Tommy. Yeah, well, in baseball is, you know, surviving without the fans, the PGA Tour, you know. So, you know, if you got to play it without the fans, go ahead and play it. There'll be some serious TV money involved. Again, the word money comes up. Another thing I want to touch on, Trey, before we get to some LSU stuff, talk about a player's union. The players can't form a union. They're not employees. Northwestern University up there in Illinois, part of the Big Ten, their student-athletes tried to unionize, I want to say, three or four years ago and it, it didn't fly in the courtroom okay so forget this players union thing i'm not saying it wouldn't happen down the road but it can't happen right now once again you're listening to sports takes with trey blossman and myself trey let's talk some lsu and i want to start with a statement released from lsu athletic director scott woodward uh less than 30 minutes ago quote we remain steadfast in our approach in the Southeastern Conference, taking all the available time to gather as much information as possible in order to make informed decisions. We are united in our process and our focus on the safety and well-being of student athletes. The recent flood of reports surrounding college athletics does not alter our approach. As we have said since the beginning, we are patiently working through each and every variable following the direction of our return to safety and medical guidance task force. I believe our student athletes want to play. We owe it to them to make every effort to do so safely. Unquote, LSU Athletic Director Scott Woodward. Uh, awesome. Yeah, that, that's the Bravo. sensible thing. Bravo. Yeah, tip of the hat. That's the sensible thing. And he's following the guidance from Sankey with the SEC office. I'll bet you every SEC athletic director is putting out a similar statement. They're the, they're the best in the country, no doubt, on the football field. And I think this they're proving to be the best off the football field with their ability to be patient and make a good decision when they have to make a good decision. Well, again, putting off the deadline to make that decision is smart. But let's see what happens, Tommy. I, let's hope cooler heads will prevail. And again, I touched on the death rate. And that's not true that this death rate is just is shutting down football for this minuscule number of people dying. And again, not to be cold hearted about it. Uh, fact of life, people are going to die. Fact of life, not a lot of people in this country are dying from this disease. 163,000 people sounds like a lot, but again, a little bit less than one half of one tenth of one percent. And we have people people losing their houses. We have people being kicked out of apartments. We have people who don't have jobs to go to. We have people losing ballrooms. We have people losing restaurants. We have live music venues shutting down not to reopen. All of this for this very, very low death rate. Yeah, it just yeah, we, doesn't we, make sense, Tommy. We, we've talked for months how it's an overreaction. And, uh, you know, that's our opinion. And we're certainly neither one of us are medical, uh, to use that term. And we're just two, two old guys that we're both, I think, very, very intelligent people who read a lot and listen and make decisions based on gathering as much info 
as we can. LSU, you know, Ed Orgeron's Tigers, they're following all the rules set down by the conference with, with what they're doing. They continue to recruit well, and uh, they, they want to play some football. They got a good draw with the two opponents being Missouri and Vanderbilt with that SEC announcement late last Friday. Uh, so, you know, you can't say it any other way, but they got a good draw on that. Hopefully uh, this week the SEC will come out with a schedule. I remind Tiger fans, what you have from the previous schedule, you can't just take out the non-conference games. It's going to get mixed up, at least some. It may not be identical. Uh, there may be something that remains the same, but they'll uh, be shaking that out of the SEC office. But added to LSU was the home game against Missouri and a road game against Vanderbilt. They did go to Nashville last year and handled the Commodores rather easily. So that's the two games that were added uh, for LSU in the SEC. Yeah, well, we did real, real well there. I'm still trying to determine if they want Arkansas to leave the conference. <laughs> Arkansas may <laughs> opt out of football. <laughs> they got LSU and Bama added to them. I mean, they had one, one in get, SEC game in years. You can't. You couldn't get it any worse, Tommy. <laughs> but anyway, well, hey, Trey, again, we just we appreciate everybody listening and just tell people, consider the source, try to go with facts and, and you know, of who's putting something out there or just be patient and wait until a decision comes from the proper authority with whatever organization or conference or school that you have an interest in or all of them for that matter. Well, there you go. There you go. All right, Trey, a lot of fun. Uh, I hope we do see some football. I want to see football. Let's just wait and see what transpires. Well, I, I certainly hope so, as do a whole lot of people that they're going to be teeing it up in six weeks. On a closing note, Tommy, and I'm sure we'll talk about this on the next podcast, the Pelicans didn't show up in the bubble. Very, very disappointing the way they played, the effort that they showed. And as much as I love the kid, as dynamic as he is, as good a ball player as he is, I, I have to question Zion's dedication to fitness at this point. Uh, I hope he shows up 40 pounds lighter next season. We shall see. And the NBA will roll on, but the New Orleans Pelicans will not be a part of it. Trey, we'll talk more about that in the next uh, episode of Sports Takes right here on Talking Sports with TK. Thank you, Trey. Yes, sir. We'll